about death is uncomfortable. We think if we don't talk about it, it won't happen. Sadly, this isn't true. It's the only thing in life that we can be certain about. And because we don't talk about it, often we don't know what to do when we experience the death of a loved one. My name is Fiona Garvin and this is Deadly Serious Conversations. I'll be talking to a range of people who will share their knowledge and experience so we can learn how to make dying part of living. Today on the podcast, I'm chatting to Phoebe de Klerk. Phoebe is a funeral singer who loves to use music to celebrate and honour the life of someone who has passed away. Music plays a very important part of a funeral service. It can be very emotive and it usually helps to set the tone of the ceremony. Phoebe believes in empowering families to take more control of the music choice that they use for their loved one's funeral. And she suggests not to leave the decision making to the last minute. Conversations about funeral playlists don't need to be a morbid topic of discussion. And it is important to share with family and friend your wishes before it's too late. Phoebe believes that playing a loved one's favourite songs at a funeral really captures the essence of who they are and personalises their farewell in an authentic way. So Phoebe, thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to talk a little bit about music and music at funerals. Music is so powerful. And in my experience, music at a funeral is so important. But it's also really, really personal. For example, I am a secret country music fan, so please don't judge me. (laughs) And my funeral wouldn't be complete without a bit of Dolly Parton. But I know for my husband, Patrick, country music is a form of torture for him. So the right music at a funeral can really set the tone and it makes the ceremony feel authentic. The right music is played, but it also brings structure and there are so many memories wrapped up in music. So Phoebe, can you tell us a little bit about your experience of helping families choose music and what you do? So thanks Fiona for having me. I'm a funeral singer and I didn't sort of intend to start helping people with their funeral music. It's just something I noticed as I did funeral after funeral after funeral. And I noticed that, you know, people were asking for the same 15, 20 songs. And so I didn't really have to personalise anything. And I thought it was really sad because when I attend a funeral and obviously sing at it, I get to know everything about that person through all the speeches and the eulogies and the brochure or the pamphlet. And there's so much more that could be personalised. And it really struck me that we're not taking advantage of the choices that we have to really personalise someone's end of life celebration. Absolutely. I know I find a lot of families find choosing the right song can be really, really difficult. Is there anything that you do to help them choose the right piece of music or suggest that they can do to find the right song? Yeah, it's It's hard because obviously if they haven't pre-thought it, they're grieving. So their decision-making sort of is really limited because they're making all these other decisions. And then I imagine song choice just sort of gets a little bit left behind. But when I'm sort of hired to sing, I'll do my best to try and find out what sort of mood do you want? What sort of 
air? Like, how do you want people to leave? Do you want them to leave crying or feeling inspired by someone's life? And just because music can do so much. Music can elevate, it can touch, it can make you feel really emotional and it can make you feel anything. Yeah, that's what I was saying about music and memories. There's such a strong association with memories and music. Yeah. And so funerals are traditionally quite conservative. And as we've talked about, music can be used to personalise the ceremony. Have you had examples of fun songs that may have been included or, or songs that are often not associated with funerals that you've been asked to perform? Not really. Well, people will say, like, he likes the Rolling Stones, and then they'll pick two of the most funeral-appropriate Rolling Stone songs. Okay. Which are? Do you, do you know them? The, the Something Horses. Okay. No, I don't know. It's a couple of years ago. And, you know, if you look at normal albums, there's usually a few songs that can either relate to the people attending a funeral or the departure of someone or the impact of someone leaving. Because we all feel loss and grief about lots of different things. So there's lots of songs about that sort of emotion. So it's not very hard to find different songs with that emotion or that energy. But like for me, I would love to have something have music share more about me at my funeral or a prankster or a trickster putting in a prank song at their funeral. Or, you know, it just really depends on people's personality and just sort of tailoring it more to their personality rather than what's expected, I think. Yeah, I know here in Melbourne, Bell is a big part of the culture. Often the footy songs are played towards the end. Someone was a big AFL fan or or footy fan. But yeah, it's finding parts of someone's personality and finding the right music to represent that. And so Phoebe, what's your favourite song to sing? Do you have a favourite song that you might sing or, or like to sing at funerals? I'm very good at the angelic effect, I guess. That's what I call it. So I love all songs that sort of give that and it sort of helps transcend all the emotion or it helps move people. So like Panis Angelicus or, I mean, Ave Maria is really, really popular, but other classical type songs, which just saw, they're my favourite. Yeah, very emotional as well. I know anytime I listen to any of those pieces of music, you can't help but be moved by them. And is there a song that you asked over and over again to sing? Yeah, it's Schubert's Ave Maria. I I wrote a cabaret about funeral music. Oh, fabulous. And being a funeral singer. And in it, I call Ave Maria my moneymaker because it's always requested. And it is lovely. But a part of my, one of my other little things is showing everyone that there's lots and lots of other Ave Marias. Um, already written. Yeah. And so if someone comes to you and and asks you to sing at a funeral, do you have somewhere where you can direct them as a, a catalogue of song choices or you know, how do you help them with that process? So, yeah, I do give them like my song list, but I'm usually able to learn songs within the two, three days before the service. So I will try and find two or three songs that are personalised or that person that I can learn and then perform. Yeah, fabulous. 
So Phoebe, we've been chatting about really personalizing the ceremony through music. Is there any sort of advice that you can give to anyone thinking or who may have to plan a funeral, how they can resolve this situation of just choosing whatever music comes first to them? Yeah, it's, I think there's so much that we can think about or do and just let our family members know, like, I know some friends, you know, will listen to the radio and then they'll be like, oh, I want that at my funeral. Can you tell my sister? Or it could just be a small list. Like I have a, um, have a little interview series called What's Your Funeral Song? And most people know what they want at their funeral, but they just don't always share it. So it's really hard to know what it was on their list if they don't write it down or email it to every extended family member and close family member. Because there are ways of sort of detecting and being detective, musical detectives, I guess, about what songs they love. You can go through their playlists. You can see what they've played the most on iTunes or Spotify or YouTube, what CDs in their car, but they might not want that at their funeral. So it's just about communication and having a little conversation about it. And this month's a really great month for it because this Saturday is Dying to Know Day. And just a great month to just open up that chat with someone saying, hey, have you thought about your funeral song? And obviously asking the right person, asking people who aren't close to death and haven't had a recent death in the family. So it's a little bit more distant because there's always an okay time to talk about death. And most of us are at that time. It's just those who have received, um, recently lost someone or, or are worried about death that will find it hard. Yeah, it is a tough conversation, but it's such a valuable conversation to have because then it takes away all of that uncertainty because you know what that you're doing, what someone would have liked. Yeah, and it's a real way of honouring people, you know. Like if you said to your mother or your father or your grandparents, like, I really want to honour you and who you truly are at your funeral, please just two songs, give me two song names and I'll be really happy. Yeah, lovely, great idea. So Fiona, I've never experienced this because I've always been hired. How do celebrants sort of negotiate music with families? Yeah, great question, Phoebe. So when I meet with a family, we go through all the different aspects of the ceremony and we talk about various things, but one of them is music and where we use music. Often people don't know where music comes into it. They know that they need to pick some songs, but they're not sure how or when they're used. So I will talk to them a little bit about when we use music and then sort of help brainstorm a little bit and allow people almost give them permission that they don't have to use a particular genre of music often people think that it has to be sad music because it's a funeral and and sort of help and tease that out a little bit trying to find out what sort of music um, their loved one liked and you know often given some suggestions on my phone I have playlists associated someone was older they might have liked music from the 1940s or 50s and you know playing a few songs that can trigger memories and and start that process of thinking about it but you know for families I often advise them that when they go off to try and find the right piece of music it can be really hard and YouTube is a rabbit warren and you can get lost down that a little bit yeah just Given them a few ideas of where to look or I have a few playlists available as well. Typically we use music 
I mean, it can be more than this, but uh, usually we have a, a nice piece of music for the beginning, um, sort of to bring everyone into the space and, and settle them a little bit um, and allow them some time with their thoughts before we actually start the ceremony. Then usually there's a couple of pieces played if the family are having some reflection time. So that might be over photos, if they're having a, a photo um, montage or slideshow. Uh, so usually one or two pieces then, and then usually a piece at the end. And, and you're right, um, back to your earlier conversation, Phoebe, about, you know, do you want, um, and, and this is such a personal thing because not every funeral is a celebration. And so it, there's no right or wrong whether someone wants to have a piece that is uplifting or if they want a somber piece because it is very sad. So that's very personal and, and talking to them a little bit about that. So that's what I do. So Phoebe, where, where can we find you? Um, well, online, I have a website, www.phoebetoclerk.com.au. And I'm on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. And I'll put all of those links in the show notes. And I've listened to some of the beautiful pieces that you have on YouTube and they're absolutely oh. stunning. <laughs> thank you. So thank you for having a cuppa with me this morning. What, what's your drink of choice today? <laughs> today I've got a dandelion chai. Oh, oh, very nice. That's caffeine free, but... I really feel like having a coffee today because I might have to go out on a venture. <laughs> and because you're a performer, do you have to protect your voice? Like, can you drink tea and coffee or do you have to drink lots of water? I notice um, my voice is affected if I have like five black or caffeinated teas a day yeah. and I sort of limit my coffee. But I don't drink dairy anyway and that's usually the big saliva creator yeah <laughs> for your voice so, yeah yeah tend to look after it as best as I can but you've got to have a coffee every now and then <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> well it's just been wonderful talking to you this morning Phoebe thank you so much for sharing your experience with us and um, lovely to chat to you thanks Fiona thanks so much mm -hmm.